Welcome to episode number 90 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. For those of you who may have become new to this podcast series, the title may seem a little confusing to you. Quality Christian Living simply means that we learn how to live a quality life, a life that's filled with the joy that the Lord created us to experience. He wants us to become overcomers. He has created us to be happy people, joyful people, living life to the fullest, living life abundantly. And I believe that a lot of Christians live far below that. So we've designed a podcast to help individuals deal with various issues in their life that may not bring joy and may not bring peace into their existence. I've done a series on finances, a series on faith, a series on veterans, a series dealing with family, and things that I believe are helpful to living a quality Christian life. So today we're continuing in our series on faith. The title of this series is Faith to Receive. It was designed to help people experience greater faith, to go into a new level of faith and trust when they pray and believe that God is going to do things that they desire and things that they're praying for and praying for the needs that they have and the needs that others have. So as we go through this particular series, we have been using a book that I've written entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. This book is basically a book on faith. It's based upon the teachings of the Apostle Paul when he was referring to the times when Abraham and Sarah were wanting to have a child. And God spoke to them and said that he wanted to make them parents and Abraham father of many nations. Now they didn't have any children, didn't have the ability to have children, so they thought they had nothing. But God decided that he could bring something into life even though they felt that there was no possibility. When Paul teaches us later in the New Testament, he says that we learn how to call forth those things that are not as though that they are. And so that's the premise of this whole teaching on faith. And I believe if you'll catch this, if you'll tune into this today, I believe that there's going to be steps in here that'll help you see an increase in your faith, help you to understand that you can have a greater faith, a stronger faith, one that is filled with power, that your prayers will be effective. And the Bible says that the effective fervent prayers of a righteous one availeth much. Well, I can't think of anyone when they pray has ever said that they don't want effective prayers and prayers that do have great results. So we're going to believe for that today. But before we get started, let's do a little short prayer and invite the Holy Spirit to guide us and direct this teaching. Father, thank you for the opportunity I have to bring this session at this time to those who are listening in. I pray that you would bless it, that you would anoint it, that you would do what only you can do. Pray that those who are listening would receive something special today, Father, that would change their focus, their ideas of prayer, their ideas and how to have greater faith. So with that, I'm going to be bringing a teaching out of my book, and it's going to be entitled today, how to obtain a greater faith from new challenges. Wow, that's something to think about, that challenges many times stop us from praying. Challenges become a roadblock to a lot of people. And let's not that happen, let that happen in your life. Don't ever let that happen in your life, that just because you're facing a challenge, that somehow your faith has to drop back or your faith can't be quite as strong. I believe it's just the opposite. I believe that challenges bring forth great faith. You know, without a test, we can't have a testimony. I know that's an old statement, but it's so true. We've got to have a test or a challenge in our life in order to be able to see where we are in our relationship with God. We can coast along just fine. Everything's going well. Our finances are good. Our health is good. If we're married, our marriage is wonderful. If we've got kids, they're just doing wonderful. and Everything's great. And then all of a sudden, something falls apart in our life. And the challenge hits. How do we deal with challenges? And I've had a lot of challenges in my life. And I'm sure that you have also. I don't think you can live here for more than just a few months in on this earth before you will experience some type of a challenge. As a little baby, you're a challenge to get your diaper cleaned. You have a challenge to eat and get the type of food 
food that you want. You're challenged to have everyone pamper you and do everything they can for you. And sometimes I think we're ruined that way when we're little kids because everything that we want, people just run and help us and care for us. And then all of a sudden, one day, we don't feel right and we are maybe two or three years old and we're wanting help and wanting attention from everyone and people are busy. They're doing their thing and we have a challenge in our life. I know that's an insignificant challenge to some, but it really does start early in our life. So we need to be prepared for the challenges in life. So some of you might be asking, how can you be prepared for challenges? Well, we're prepared for challenging based upon our relationship with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us and he's ready to help us face every single challenge that we're ever involved with. Now, something happened in my life a couple of years ago that I thought was rather interesting. I was in the middle of writing the book that I'm using as my my outline and my teaching for today. I was writing this book up and I thought it was pretty much finished that I kind of completed it and I was pretty much winding at the end. And then all of a sudden, I had a great challenge that hit me. In writing my book, I thought that I had covered most of the ways we can deal with life's challenges. And so just be prepared and have your faith ready to go and you'll be fine. My faith in God had grown during the process of writing that book. And many of my own personal and church trials were expressed in that book. And I thought, well, I've pretty much covered everything the way it is. And I thought I was just fine. I'm not saying that I have all the answers, that I've got every answer to every question about how to face a challenge. But I do know that God has shown me how to deal with life's challenges. And I've had a lot of them. As I've said earlier, in the during the end of completing my new book on faith, I had to go to the doctor to check my annual physical with the Veterans Administration to make sure that I was doing well physically in order to qualify for prescription drugs or anything that I might need down the road. So I went in for my annual checkup at the Veterans Hospital, and they wanted to evaluate my cholesterol and my triglycerides. Now, even though I'm a person who exercises daily and I have a healthy diet, these two blood issues have always been difficult for me to understand how to control them. I would do all that I could to keep them down, but it seemed like they would still be out of control. And so this particular visit, the doctor checked my blood work and said that everything was fine. He said, your cholesterol is 160, your triglycerides are 100. You're just doing great. Don't worry about it. I'll see you next year. So as I left his office, I asked for a copy of my blood test and the results of those tests and thanked the, the good doctor for his help. Now, being a fairly well-organized guy, I decided to file away the blood test results at home. And so I thought, well, that takes care of that. Went to the doctor, did what I was supposed to do. Everything was going along fine. No shocks, nothing new there. But then all of a sudden, I felt the Holy Spirit prompt me to do something that I had never thought of before. And that was, why don't you take those blood tests, even though the doctor looked at them and said that they were fine, why don't you take them to someone else and see what they have to say and see if they agree with his diagnosis. Now, I thought, well, there's there's no reason to do that. My, You can see what I had here is I had my flesh fighting the spirit. The spirit was saying, why don't you do that? My flesh was saying, I don't need to do that. And that's something that happens in all of us, in all of our lives. We have something that the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us to do. And yet we have a tendency sometimes to think, no, I know better than that. And so that's kind of what I was doing. My, my first reaction to the Holy Spirit, you know, telling me to do that was just to file a lab test away and be thankful for the good report and just let it go at that. So I started to file away those blood tests again and that little quiet silent voice spoke up with the same instructions to take these to another doctor and 
have the entire blood results checked to see if there might be something that they may have accidentally overlooked. Now, my wife and I discussed this issue and we felt impressed to get our family doctor's thoughts on the report. She encouraged me, why don't you maybe do what the Holy Spirit's telling you? Now, it's nice to have a wife who can focus that way a little bit sometimes and she's always been such a help to me and such a blessing. So we went ahead and did that and I called the doctor's office and asked, would you mind reviewing these test results? And at first they said, no, we don't do that. I'm sorry, we won't do that. And I thought, well, see, there you go. Uh, that I knew they probably figured they wouldn't do that. But then the Holy Spirit said, well, why don't you just ask for favor and see if they just might do you a little favor. So I said, well, would you mind just testing them? I know even though you don't normally do this, but would you mind testing them? So you see this battle between me and the Holy Spirit going back and forth. And I didn't know it at the time, but the Holy Spirit was trying to get me prepared for a great challenge that was coming up in my life. I didn't know it was coming. I didn't know what was going on, but he did. And so I want to encourage you. You want to have greater faith? Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Listen to that small inner voice that's speaking to you, telling you what to do and when to do it, and giving you instructions on how to deal and how to face with life challenges and how to face them and how to deal with them. So after more discussions with the nurse, they said, sure, we'd be happy to check them out. The following day, the doctor requested that I come in and have additional blood work performed, you know, to verify or contradict what he was concerned about in my report. They wanted me to come in that day. Something was said like this, don't worry, but get in here now. Now, these are not the kind of words you want to hear from a doctor reviewing your blood retests, test reports, and thinking, what's so urgent? What's all the, why, why are you all so excited about this? My new blood tests were completed that same day. Then the doctor's office called and said I was to come in immediately to review the results. Once again, this is not the type of call anyone wants to get from their doctor, that is to drop everything and get into the office. Kind of put this in proper perspective. I was finishing my latest book on faith, like I've told you, and my book on trust and focusing on God's promises in the midst of our trials. And in all honesty, I was not worried, but it did seem strange this was happening as I was finishing a book on faith. My wife said, I'm going to go with you to see this doctor because she, she had been through this experience with me before. She was all too familiar with this type of request from a doctor because about 20 years before that, I had a similar call from my urologist about a little something he wanted to talk to me about concerning a kidney stone exam. During that visit, they discovered that I had a malignant tumor on my kidney. After a couple of appointments, it was determined I needed surgery to have one of my kidneys removed. I guess you could say we had been through this before. That was a challenge I faced a long time before that, and the Holy Spirit helped us through that. And by the way, they did find cancer, and they did remove my right kidney. And they told me that they were concerned about it had spread to my pancreas and to my liver and to other parts of my body. But then the doctor said, no, he just couldn't seem to find anything. So we just gave God all the praise and all the glory and thanked him for it and decided, guess he's got a few more things in my life he'd like for me to do. By the way, the interesting thing about that particular challenge was that we had just started a brand new church. We had sold our business, gone into full-time ministry, leased a big piece of property. We're set up to have services. The church was growing and exploding. We were in our second year of our new building, our new facilities, everything was just going great. And then all of a sudden, this massive challenge hit where I may have cancer in my body or throughout my body. But God intervened in that whole situation, took care of it. And to this date, nothing's ever come back. I've been fine with it. And so to God be all the glory. Now let's go back to my current pending challenge that we were talking about. Because as I said, life is filled with challenges. The doctor met with my wife and I. Remember, this was from the visit at the Veterans Administration where they were concerned about 
about my blood work there and it came out good. But then the doctor here looked at it after the Holy Spirit helped me and he said, I'm concerned. I think there might be something more serious here. And then he looked me right in the eye and he said, I hate to tell you this, but you have bone marrow cancer, also known as multiple myeloma. And I believe it was caused from your service in the military because you were exposed to Agent Orange. So I encourage you to go to the VA, the Veterans Administration, and get some help with the the pills and the prescriptions and things that we're going to have to take you through. Now, the doctor said he was amazed that I did not have any symptoms like pain or broken bones. He said that 75% of my bone marrow plasma cells were malignant. And at this stage, most of his patients had severe pain and many had suffered broken or fractured bones. Now, I was blessed right there. I was facing a challenge, but the challenge could have been worse. I guess through this whole thing, it's it's in my mind right now, and I think it's the Holy Spirit kind of revealing to me is, is that many times the Holy Spirit is helping get us prepared and ready to face a challenge. I guess that's the thing that's kind of popping out in my mind right now. I hadn't planned to talk about that, so I believe it has to be under the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that is that you may be going through something right now. You may be faced with a challenge right now, and that still quiet voice is telling you not to do this or to do that or to take some steps in this direction or contact a certain person or start eating better or start taking care of your body better. And those are things that that the Holy Spirit is helping you prepare you because there may be a challenge that you're about ready to face in your life. So we need to listen to the Holy Spirit and make sure that when we hear those little thoughts, when we get those little thoughts in our mind, that we respond to them, we act on them, and we do what the Holy Spirit of the living God wants us to do. Now, when the doctor made those terrible statements to me about this is a problem and this is terrible. I looked at him and I said, so let me just ask you, what's the story on this in my life? What are you telling me? And he said, well, let me just say this. You are probably going to pass away in less than six months unless we can get some kind of treatment to turn this around. He said, you are a very severe case of motomyeloma and bone marrow cancer. Amazed that you don't have broken bones, but they're going to, they're coming. And he said, there's no cure for this. There's absolutely no cure in sight. We have some things we can do and we think we can help you. But if we can't, then you've got maybe six months to live. Now there's a challenge, right? All of a sudden, there's a challenge. Now, how would you like to have that challenge in your life? I don't wish it on anyone, but I remember just kind of putting my head down for, and I mean maybe a second, two seconds, and I lifted my head back up and I looked at the doctor and I said, well, let me let me just say something to you. And that is, so if I get this straight, you're trying to scare me with heaven. And I don't know where that came from other than the Holy Spirit, but what a peaceful relief that gave me and my wife. He looked at me and the doctor said, you must really believe that. And I said, oh yes, I believe that with all my heart. You see, I've been told before, that I wasn't going to live with prior cancers and kidney failure and when I was in Vietnam and under attack. And those were things that, quite frankly, were times that were great challenges in my life. But so I knew what that was like. But I thought, this is the way to witness to this man that my faith is not in his medicine. My faith is not in his ability, although I was happy to be at a good hospital with a good doctor and great medicine and all that. And I wanted to take advantage of all that. But really, my trust was in the Lord. And when it comes to having greater faith, when it comes to learning how to deal with the challenges of life, we must remember that God is our source of strength. He's our source of help. He's our source of financial blessing. He's our source for physical blessings. He's our source for marital blessings, for parental blessings, for work and career blessings. So whatever challenge you're going through, God is your source to call, carry that thing and call it through in your life that God will be blessed in it and that all things 
things do work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And you can believe that and quote that and state that in the midst of your trial. Because if you think about it, I was in the midst of a great challenge when he said that. But all of a sudden, the power of the Holy Spirit rose up and gave me such a peace and such a comfort and such a feeling of God's got this whole thing in his hand. Matter of fact, I can remember telling my wife later, you know, the greatest thing about this, we're on our way home about what the doctor just told me. Now, many times you'd think there's not much great to talk about. And I said, but you know, the greatest thing about this is I'm going to be telling the church that they've diagnosed me with this, but then I'm going to tell them it's going to be so wonderful to see how God's going to turn this whole thing around and how he's going to heal me and restore me. And he's going to bless the church. And this is going to be one of the greatest witnesses of the power of God that we've ever seen in this church. And I believe that's what he wanted me to emphasize to the church. So I did. I told him. I remember going back to the church and telling him about this challenge. And I said, you know, this is pretty difficult. And I know many of you people will be praying for me. And I thank you for that very, very much. But in reality, God's got this whole thing in his hands. And let me just tell you this. I'm going to go in. I'm going to have surgery. I'm going to be back here in just a matter of a few days after the surgery. And I'm going to be fully recovered and I'm going to be just fine and to God be all the glory. Now, with that type of stance, that type of position that you take in knowing that God is your source of power and strength and comfort, you can't help but have a peaceful attitude and a positive attitude and you can't help to be but anything but an encouragement to other people as you go through your particular trial. So when you're going through a challenge, find things in your challenge that you can use to give encouragement to other people. Now, I know some of you might be saying, well now, Pastor, that's really pretty far off the the scope here. So I'm in the middle of a great challenge and I'm supposed to look for ways in my challenge to give comfort and peace to other people. Yeah, that's just what I said. That's what I believe. I believe that when we're facing our challenge, then we should help others to receive the strength that they need for their challenge. And I remember when I told that doctor, so what you're telling me is you're trying to scare me with heaven. It basically gave me an opportunity to share my faith. It gave me an opportunity to let him know that my confidence and trust was in my Lord. And then I remember telling him, and before this is over, you're going to believe this too. You're going to believe of my, the power that my God has and the ability he has. So I can't just leave you wondering what happened through that whole thing. Let me just tell you very quickly that, that in a matter of months, instead of dying, by the way, that was, as I'm giving this podcast today, that was over six years ago that I was told that I had maybe six months to live, that within a matter of less than six months, I was completely healed. They could find no trace of cancer. The doctor looked at me and one of the doctors looked at me one day and he wrote down, I can't explain what's happening in your life and what's happening in your body. So I guess I could just describe it as a miracle. And he wrote the word miracle across his chart. He said, I'm just going to turn in like that. I don't know what else to say. I don't really have a scientific response for you. He said, because this is something that we just don't see. So when that happens to God be the glory, and I know that God's going to help you through your challenge that you're facing today, and you're going to get greater faith in your challenge. And so let's just believe that the Lord's going to give you a great depth of faith to take you through the challenges of life. Let me just take on an area here before I run out of time today, and that is that little do we know what we may soon be facing. That's the thing about life. We never know what's going to be in store for us. We go to get some milk at the store and somebody crashes into the side of our car, or we pick up our bank account statement and something has happened and your account is overdrawn. Those are things that are going to happen. Those are challenges in life, but we can be prepared for them spiritually by having greater faith. And that challenge we have will increase our faith. And the only way I can explain explain that to you is through my own experiences. And I know that when you are facing a challenge, you will either accept it straight on and believe God for the answer in advance, or you can allow yourself to suffer and be challenged and, and approach it in a way that 
shows a lack of confidence and trust in our God. I'm not attacking you. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm just telling you that there's ways that we face challenges where we put our full trust in God. We must listen to the still, quiet voice of the Holy Spirit when we face a challenge. Instead of running off and make a decision someplace, oh, I'm going to do this because this has happened, I'm going to do that, or because that happened, I'm going to do this. Instead of doing that, let's just simply listen to the still, quiet voice of the Holy Spirit. Think about it. Had I not listened to the Holy Spirit's voice when I came back from my my blood test at the Veterans Hospital and they gave me a good report. Had I not listened to the Holy Spirit saying, you need to take this another step further and have additional work and help done on it. And I just ignored that. The doctor told me, had you not come back to see me and not had this tested by the following year, the cancer would have spread all over your body and you, you wouldn't even be around. You would be gone and it would have been too late to have any hope for you. Now, I know that there's, with God, nothing's ever too late. But the reality of it was, is that I had a very good chance that I would not survive had I not listened to the Holy Spirit. So we need to do that. We need to always listen to his quiet voice, his still quiet voice when we're facing challenges. We need to look at any new challenge as another opportunity for God to bless us. Now there's an interesting way to look at it, that we look at new challenges as opportunities for God to bless us. You say, well, wait a minute, Pastor, that's not fair. I'm facing a challenge. My engine in my car just blew up and so therefore I've got a challenge. So I'm supposed to be happy with that? I didn't say that. I didn't say you're supposed to be happy for the challenge. I didn't say that I was happy that I had the challenge of the cancer. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm telling you is that when we face a new challenge, we've got to remember that that gives God another opportunity to bless us. He wants to show us a way to deal with that challenge, how to get through that challenge, how to get past that challenge, and how to have a victorious ending when it's all said and done. And so that's what's going to happen. And that will, when that does, you're going to see your faith grow. That's why I made the statement that challenges, quite frankly, will increase our faith. And so challenges are things that are going to happen in our life. We don't want them. We don't want to bring them on. But when they happen, we want to let go of things on our own, turn it over to God, and wait for Him to bless us. Now, God's Word says that faith is the substance of things we hope for and that it'll actually happen. That's what it says here. And I'm, I'm, the reason I brought that up is that a lot of people feel that faith is something I need to, I need to be able to grab and hold of. Well, it is. It's a substance. And it's the substance of things hoped for and a substance of things that will actually happen in our life, that we're believing by faith that what we want will actually happen. That's why I'm teaching this series on calling forth those things that are not as though that they are based on that premise premise taught in the Word of God by the Apostle Paul found in our teaching on faith to receive. This whole premise, this whole concept of believing for something that isn't as though that it is, is a step of greater faith. And in the middle of that will be challenges. And those challenges will be tough. They'll be difficult. There's going to be challenges that that I can't even describe to you what might happen in your life. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm only trying to tell you that those challenges are opportunities for God to bless us. And so in a quick review of that, we've got to remember that little do we know what we may be soon facing. So we need to be walking in the Holy Spirit to be prepared for the Holy Spirit to help us and direct us in how to handle life's challenges. We must listen to his quiet voice and then be obedient to it. And when the Holy Spirit tells us to call someone or take this step or do this or to do that, we need to do it and take action. And remember this, when you face a challenge, don't give up. Don't just say, well, that's it. I'm done. It's it's over. A lot of people get upset and they say, I've just had too many things happening in my life. I just can't handle anything more. That's all I can stand. I can't handle any more challenges or problems or whatever it might be. Let me just tell you this. Regardless of what you're going through, God has given you the ability to do 
things exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything you can imagine or even think according to the power that's in you. In addition to that, God is never going to give you more challenges than what you can handle. That's what the Word of God tells us. He'll give you a way of escape. He'll give you a plan where you will be able to seek refuge in the middle of a, of a challenge, in the middle of a ordeal that you're going through. Life's challenges are there. However, we can grow from them. I know in my own life, the challenge of being told that I had kidney failure at 25 years of age and that my kidneys were going to be failing me, that I probably would not survive kidney surgery, and that I, they didn't expect me to live more than a couple of years, going through lots of pain and lots of surgeries and problems. And yet God intervened and miraculously he healed my kidneys when I was 25 years of age. And just an amazing story of God's miracle, but it was a great challenge. And it's interesting, that challenge came within months of me accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I had just become a new Christian. My wife told me that we were expecting our second child. Things were so exciting. I'd been promoted at the bank. Things were going well at the bank. Business was good. I just thought, man, this is amazing. And then the doctor told me I had kidney failure and I wouldn't live more than a couple of years. Now, that was a challenge, but the Holy Spirit told me, I got this. I'm, I've got it covered. Don't worry about it. You're going to be just fine. And then the challenge is when I was in Vietnam and I wasn't even a Christian when I was facing death in the midst of some very difficult situations. I don't want to sound like a war hero because I'm certainly not. I was just as scared as anybody else was. But at times when we were pinned down and I was being shot at and wondering if I was going to survive or not, I remember talking to God and saying, if you're real, somehow could you just get me through this? Because I promise if you'll get me through this, I'll serve you. And of course, I didn't realize that I'd wind up pastoring a church and spending all these years writing books and teaching and preaching and now doing podcasts. And I've been serving God now for about 55 years from when I made that statement to him and said that if you'll get me through this, I promise to serve you. Then later in life, when I started a church. Things were going well. Two years into the church, wound up with another great challenge, and that was that I had kidney cancer, going to have to lose my right kidney, and may have it may have spread to other parts of my body. The doctors were greatly concerned that I basically was in a position that may be facing a life-threatening challenge. And yet God took us through that and carried us through that and blessed us, and I just thank God for that one. And now, no more recently, the multiple myeloma diagnosis and another life-threatening decision that the doctor made said, I'm not sure if you're going to survive this or not. And yet God had a greater plan. So yes, I know what challenges are like. And yes, I'm sure that you have. And I'm not trying to compare my challenges with yours. But I want to let you know that this, that God is able, that God has the ability, that God is not going to desert us, that he's a very present help in times of trouble, that when we are going through our challenges, we need to trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We must lean not on our own understanding and all our ways acknowledge him and he will guide us and he will direct us and he will take care of us. We got to believe that God is our source of strength. We got to believe that the Holy Spirit is our counselor and our, our guide, guidance. He's the one that guides us through life's challenges. He's not going to just leave us in the midst of a challenge. He'll be with us through the whole thing. It God's promises tell us that he will take us through the greatest challenges that we can ever imagine. He'll, he won't desert us and leave us deal things with things with our own, on our own, and have to fight things on our own and fight our own battles. Turn. We need to turn things over to God. Turn our challenges over to God and ask him to fight our ballot battles. You know, when you're when you're told that you're facing a challenge, whether it be a divorce or whether it be physical or financial or marital or parent.
parenting or whatever it might be, whatever challenge you face, we got to remember, number one, that God is our source of strength, that two, the Holy Spirit is there to guide and direct us. He was sent to be with us, to comfort us and give us peace and give us guidance and direction. And he's a very present help. So with that, I pray that God will bless you from this teaching. I pray that you've learned something in this teaching. I certainly have been refreshed in my feelings about faith and how to handle life's challenges. So with that, I'm going to close in prayer and ask a blessing upon you as you seek the Lord each and every day for guidance in all that you do. Father, thank you for this opportunity once again and this teaching, Lord, that's come forth, Father, under the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you would bless those who've listened, Lord, and that they'll be able to learn from it, Father, and gain from it, and that their faith will grow and increase as they face new challenges, Father. I believe it, and I claim it, and I call it forth in Jesus' name, and I'll thank you for it now and give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to thank you for tuning in today to today's podcast, and I hope that it blessed you and strengthened you and gave you hope to how to learn how to deal with the challenges that we all will face in life. We're going to be moving on to our next podcast here shortly, and it'll be entitled, Greater Faith is in the Blood. That's just kind of a teaser because I believe between now and I bring that next podcast to you, I want you to think about that and think about the power in the blood of Jesus. And I remember when I was diagnosed with a sickness and one time the doctor looked at me, he says, well, all I can tell you is he said, what we're dealing with here, it's all in the blood. And I just sit there and I kind of lit up when he said that. And I said, so what you're telling me is that my healing is in the blood. And he said, I guess you could say that. Think about what the conversation that we had. He was not a believer. I'm talking about the blood of Jesus and the power of the blood of the lamb. He's talking about my physical blood and that what need to be taken place in my own blood. But think about the power that we can have in increasing our faith if we truly believe in the blood of Jesus and its great power. So with that, it's going to be exciting. You can tell I'm on the edge of starting to speak on it right now, but I'm not going to do that. So if you're interested in hearing more from my podcasts and more about what I've written, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And on there, you can find a number of books that I've written on faith and on finances and for veterans. I've got a couple of new books that I'm working on right now. One's entitled, life, what's in it for me, and it's designed to think about the joys and the benefits of life and the glory that God has intended for us. I'm just, I'm all excited about it. I'm just getting started on it. It'll probably take me a year to complete it, but it's something I'm really looking forward to. So while you're on the webpage there, you can find things that may be of interest to you. I've written several books. Maybe one will bring forth some interest for you. In addition to that, if you'd like to subscribe to my podcast, you can go to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. So with that, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health exactly even as your soul prospers. I'm telling you, I got excited just reading that. And I've, I read, this is my sign off on every single podcast, but listen to that today. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you and give you peace. That's quality Christian living. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So I pray that your soul will prosper and I pray that I'll meet you again on our next podcast. So until next time, may God richly bless you.